Hey everybody, welcome to Absolute Comics! I am one of your hosts, Sal, and this is of course Benny, the comic historian. We're going to be talking about some of the biggest news in comics, and of course some of the things in the ancillary areas of the pop culture, comic book related landscape. Let's jump into it. Benny, how you doing, man? I'm good and surprised. When I said kick it off, Sal, I thought I meant like press record. Oh. <laughs> I've been recording for the last 25 minutes. Have you? Yeah, you t- I told you. I just pressed your... Co- oh, welcome to Absolute Comics. Right, Sal, I'm doing great. How are you? What's our sponsor, Sal? It's, of course, G Fuel. It is a terrific powder you can put into water and drink for energy and sustenance. I don't have any on me right now, but Benny's drinking some right now. I think it's what? Peach Cobbler. Peach Cobbler. He's, he's drinking a pie right now. <laughs> um i have got a little fun note here because you know we do D right and i when creating the characters i thought it'd be a lot of fun to have like mountain dew is a health item and <laughs> you know red bull gives dan wings so he can go faster sure. and someone put in the comments shouldn't all that be g fuel brands aren't you guys now promoting the competitors i'm like oh yeah that yes. should all be g fuel brand <laughs> yeah so next so tomorrow on thursday's game dan will be chugging lindenberry to go fast <laughs> see that's the way to do it that's that's called brand integration what that's all about yeah yeah so yeah and then then you know they can use the nemesis tea if they want to get health <laughs> why not you know i mean so all right all right sal so i want there's a couple yes. core things we want to talk about today things. we're gonna talk about future state this week and i gotta i got one what the hell's going on with green lantern but i got that for you in a little bit forward to it. before we get into that i do want to i don't think sal and i have ever covered the strategic planning of absolute comics and why people do question us when we're like, hey, we're taking a week off. Hey, we're taking a week off. I want to get, I want to do it for the people who watch the show, listen to the show. I want to explain what our rationale is behind like taking time off and things like that. Because the immediate assumption is, oh, Benny wants to play video games and Sal just wants to, I don't know what you do other than what, you watch movies. I, Sal wants to watch movies. I make YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> but I do watch movies and TV and cartoons and stuff like that. Hang on. Right, right. You have hobbies, Sal. Yeah. That's true. Like I'm talking to some friends of mine that are like, oh, I don't know what to do today. I'm like, find a hobby that doesn't involve waiting for people to be done with work. It's <laughs> tricky. Um, so anyway, when Sal and I started the show, the biggest issues that we had with the weekly poll, and this isn't like why the show ended. The show ended because everyone just kind of moved on. But one of the issues that Sal and I had was that we felt that it was unorganized and it basically boiled down to four buddies just BSing on a podcast, which we don't dislike that style of content we're not against that style of content but the problem that we started to see with the weekly poll is after week after week after week of it always being buddies bsing and as we started to derail further and further from being a professional show we saw the viewer counts drop we saw the retention drop we saw advertisers vanishing we saw creators not being interested in being on the show right so what eventually happened was when sal and i decided we are bored because we don't have the weekly poll anymore let's make absolute comics um, we decided that we wanted to make it a very professional show. So it would have, it would always be about comics, movies, and TV show in that particular order. Normally we keep to that order. Um, and it would be handled in an organized fashion and it would be a very professional show, which means that we would ensure that high quality microphones at any time. We would ensure that the cameras are on point. We would ensure that we both have showered, done our hair. You know what I mean? Like we look like we should be on a show, like someone that you guys are supporting through your views, your Twitch subs, your Patreon subs, getting G fuel. If you're supporting us, we feel like this needs to be treated like a job that we show up to. Now, as a caveat to that, not every week is there comic books because of the pandemic, TV shows because of the pandemic or movies because of the pandemic and holidays. Um, and so what ended up happening is we had the discussion. Do we do a BS episode? 
While we do those, we don't want that to becoming normal thing. We want when Sal and I BS on the show, it's a special thing. So that when you guys see the weekly, when, weekly poll, when you see the Absolute Comic Show has gone live, or you see it getting posted on YouTube, or you see it getting posted up on Spotify, you're like, oh, while they may BS, they're going to talk about something. Because they only get together when there's something worth talking about. Right. We want you got when we're not here, it's because we don't, there's nothing that we feel we can fill an hour with. And we don't want to fill time for the sake of having a show. Sal has like three other projects. I have two other projects. So it's not like we do this as our primary source of income. It's I'm not, this is not me saying don't support the show. If you want to, we do appreciate your support, but since it's not a primary source of income, we can make every show better by ensuring we have good content. We have good talking points. We are here when there's something to discuss and not just showing up going. So Sal, we What's done. up? Like let's <laughs> let, let's let's take questions from the audience. Like, th- and that's the yeah. other thing is we don't want it to devolve into something that like a vocal minority of the audience seems to prefer. Like, cause there is a right. subset of of an audience that wants basically a show that is a reflection of themselves, where it's like let's just hang out and chat and just BS for an hour t- or or three. And it's like, yeah, that is fun, and yeah, that is tempting, but we don't want that to become like you said the norm, and we don't want to seem like that is what the kind of show we're, we're putting on. And, and we don't want it to appeal to that too much because we don't want the audience to seem like it's interested in that. But on the back end, find out, like like you said, sponsors are dropping out. Uh, more creators don't want to be in interviews. And, and and moreover, like part of the, the, the quagmire of making online content is that like you need to have a steady stream of turnover. Uh, yeah. How many of you out there watching this show uh, have watched a YouTuber or a Twitch streamer for like a year or two where that was your life? You just watched. And then one day you just stopped. I know I have like eight of those over the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Where I was like, because oh, you just stopped recommending them. Right. Or like, <laughs> or I just, I was just like, oh, they're go- I know what they're going to do. This thing I've watched a thousand times. And that's that's exciting and familiar but at the same time it also eventually you just you just move on you want something new and so yeah rather than give you the same familiar thing over and over again and keeping like that 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 core of you that loves just watching Benny and Sal shoot the shoot the crap all the time we need to make something that's also like a a, a show like that that has yeah, thing, exactly. to have the turnover because if you don't and have on the flip side guys yeah. Keep in mind, Sal and I did the just shoot the shit thing for what, five, six years on the weekly poll? Yeah. We wanted something more. We wanted to create a better product. That's it, like, because we did that. We did that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we know where that leads. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we know how long, we know, we know what the half life is in that kind of show. And we know that it leads to what Benny and I do when there isn't a pandemic and we're just hanging out physically. We're us yeah. sitting in chairs, a room apart from each other looking at our phones and barely having a conversation about anything. Like, it's just, <laughs> trust me. Hey, when you come here, we chat all night, man. That's it's true. Like a slumber party. I know, I know. <laughs> but like, there are good lulls between where it's like, yeah. like, I don't want, I don't know. I got nothing to talk about right now. And it's like, trust yeah. me, you don't want a show like that. So, absolute comments. So, I mean, that, I just, and the reason I'm explaining this is we got a comment today and I know it's from a fan who's been following the show for a while, always comments when we make posts about the absolute comics, yeah. but he said, Hey, you guys have been taking a lot of breaks. sounds like a flimsy excuse to me. And I don't, I don't know if we've ever sat down and explained the strategy behind this no. show, 
And so combined with that being our strategy and hitting the holidays, we were just taking a lot of off time. And as a matter of fact, this particular day, we were going to take off because the discussion was there's not that much to talk about. And as of Friday, WandaVision starts. Yeah. So literally as of Friday, we got Future State, the future of DC, King and Black, WandaVision on a weekly basis. Like there will be no more breaks. Yeah. So why don't we just take the day off? And that was what it came down to because we were like still kind of in a pseudo lull. Uh, We don't really have enough to fill a full episode. But then... Then I read the Green Lantern issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, have you done any uh, have you have you done any like meta reading on who is writing that series? Who's taking over for Green Lantern afterwards and like what their kind of like public opinion of the Green Lanterns is? No, uh, but once I tweeted out my opinions, a lot of people informed me. <laughs> and I feel like that's the thing is that like and by the way, uh I'm looking forward to hearing your Green Lantern rant. I wanted to say we I'm glad we dispelled what, you know, our, you know, concerns are about the show. Uh, I also wanted to say this is not a while we were going to cancel today's show. We do have things to talk about. This is not like we're going to pad this until we get to like two thirds of the show. And then, oh, no, no, no. Deadpool yeah, 3, baby. Like, like, no, I promise. Like, we actually do have, have subjects. And <laughs> well, let's ever talk about Deadpool 3 real quick. Yeah, it's happening. It's R rated. I'm excited. I can't wait. Oh, <laughs> it's like, I don't have anything else to say. I really don't. The only thing I was going to say was, and there's, it's just. I got him in Strike Force. I mean, <laughs> nice. Who's voicing him? Is it Nolan North? He doesn't have a voice in Strike Force. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited. It looks. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it was Nolan We're North. Not gonna gonna see... it. Oh, no, We're, We're not, not even going to see. Oh, good. I'm sorry. We're not even going to see that Deadpool movie for like, what, two years? Yeah. So, you know. I mean, everything is just now starting to start filming again. Yeah. Like, it's not even like things have been going. We finally are getting word of Spider-Man and things like that, yep. which I love Kevin Feige tweeting out. Um, some of the rumors are true and some are not. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> but, but like, but some of those rumors are multiple Spider-Man and other rumors are about Daredevil. Oh, oh, oh please let the Daredevil one be true. Because I don't want to see more Spider-Man. I just want to see don't Spider-Man you? and Daredevil. <laughs> I heard the rumor that Michael Keaton Batman's going to show up in it. I'm just throwing in that, that out there. Yes, I want Spider-Man three. Yeah. It is the yeah, most Spider-Man ambitious 3. movie ever made. <laughs> no question. What would you do if there's a Michael Keaton Batman? Oh my God. Yeah. He's, I'd be very disappointed <laughs> because every time they make one of these like $200 million spectacles, it's always an opportunity to do something that like touches our hearts, homages what's come before and gives us something we've never seen before. And every time that they right. like slip or screw up or don't do that, I'm like, what a wasted opportunity. Like, I appreciate that. Like you do this all the time, but like, we don't see these all the time. Like, yeah, I just saw a spider verse movie. It's great. Maybe we'll see Craven fight Spider-Man. Cause we've never seen that in a movie before. Oh, Oh no. You're going to do spider verse again. Oh, Oh, again. Okay, because I just saw it, and I really enjoyed it. I feel like doing it again is kind of diminishing return. No? Okay. okay. Oh, everyone, everyone. Oh, I, I'm wrong. Okay, fair enough. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, I felt the same way when they're like, oh, the Spider-Man come back. I'm like, oh, what if that would be cool? We get Tom McGuire, our Andrew Garfield. We get uh, Tom Holland. I'm on board with that. On the other hand, it's only been like two years, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're going to do a sequel to that animated movie, too. So it's like... Right, which I guarantee is going to involve the multiverse. <laughs> and, and, and I have no doubt that the Spider-Men from the previous movies were going to be in that one. Right. I don't know. Anyway. So, so Green Lantern. Um, okay. Well, let's... Okay. First off, Future State, I feel, is getting weirder. 
<laughs> with their timeline. Future State, man, you're absolutely right. It's right on the money with that timeline thing. Because at what point do most of these stories take place? Okay, well, I, I got a great example. In Justice League, John and Yara are hanging out, best buds, yep. want to make the Justice League like the old Justice League. The, the, they're like on the verge of dating. Right. Superman Wonder Woman, she has quit the league. <laughs> She's against John. <laughs> She's arguing with him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Meanwhile, Superman is him shrinking Krypton or him shrinking, shrinking Metropolis and Supergirl's fighting him, but Superwoman is the same character and not Supergirl. And Yara Floor just debuted in Wonder Woman, has no tether to any of them. Exactly. Oh, and Flash and is now. What? Yeah, Flash is now. Like Bart has not aged, and neither has Wallace. By the way, <laughs> for the record, uh, I have it on good authority that uh, that will not be in continuity. Oh, the Flash thing? Yeah. At all. Um, at oh, all. But it gets, it gets even better. Let's just look at the Batman. Oh, God. The Batman stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Because, by the way, like, yeah, you got two Batman books. You got last week's The Next Batman. You got this week's yeah. Dark Detective. And, of course, Batman's appearances in Justice League. So, yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, which I got, I guess, takes place way after because the suit's different, too. The suit's different. In Justice League. And he's never met any of these characters yet in any of the other books. Yeah. Right, right, and 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 in Robin Eternal, Robin is now well. Tim Drake is now Robin, right? But over in Titans, it's been spoiled that Nightwing is Red X. So what? I don't know what's going on with that. And then, by the way, Duke and Katana are doing a thing. <laughs> Not to mention, of course, uh, the debut of the Arkham the, Knight. Oh, the Arkham Knight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say Harley Quinn and Jonathan Crane Scarecrow haven't aged. But the no, magistrate I think they de-aged Harley. She looks like she's like eighteen. And that art style. <laughs> I, by the way, I am all about it. Like that Harley Quinn book looks amazing, and I love it's the concept. gorgeous as hell. But it doesn't look like Harley. No, it looks like an, and it's and it's it's not even it's in its own world, yeah. separate from everything else. Right after DC's, like no, Harley's in the Bat family, except here. This one's separate. Well, she <laughs> will be. Uh, we made plans around this repackaged five G thing. So like. Trust me, it, it, she'll be in the Bat Family in the Tynan book when it comes out. <laughs> Can I, I want to comment on the Red X thing real quick. On one hand, I'm happy that they didn't delay it because we knew it was going to turn into just like Requiem with Gamora, like just somebody we knew. It wouldn't be a unique character. I can't believe if you Thank you for dropping the Requiem Gamora thing. That was like, like, wow. <laughs> that was so lame. But like, I, I want to say it's page three that that dick is like yeah so they got the red x story and i used to be red x it's basically what he says right like he's have you read today's titans no oh okay so it, it, it spoilers don't worry nothing else happens in this book right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. page three he's holding the red x mask and basically impl- implies he was red x right like okay and how the titans have fallen apart and they're rebuilding and garth is merged with cyborg to be beast borg <laughs> don't ask i don't they didn't explain it and I'm like, okay, so what's probably going to happen is the Red X mask is going to be picked up by one of these new characters that they've introduced and become the new Red X. Yes. And, and no, it book ends with him being like, now I'm Red X again. What? <laughs> okay. You see, I bought every single Future State book from last week. Uh, and I enjoyed one of them. So I bought 
two Future State books this week, and I liked both of them. So I think my plan is just whittle it down to like one or less. After <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I liked them for the most part, but the Titans one was just weird. And it kept being like, oh, this is the Titans disassembled. But don't worry. This is what it was before. But hold on. I'm going to make this even better for you. I want to tell you what they named the new people on the team. Mm-hmm. Hold on. You need to enjoy these killer superhero names. Okay. Okay. First off, Red Arrow is now just Arrow. But Beast and Cyborg are Beast Borg. So Starfire stupid. is just Starfire because he can't. The girl in the bikini can never get evolution of her character. Nope. Uh, uh, where is it? When he introduces them all, they go through all their names. Okay. There it is. Uh, so w- the team is the new people are uh, Brat Girl. I did not say that wrong. Brat Girl, and her outfit is similar to Bat Girl without a mask. Her hair's in points. Oh. Um. Gorilla Greg, totally tubular, Joaquim, and Johnny Chupacabra. Or Johnny and then Chupacabra. Oh, okay. So one guy's just like, I don't even need a name. Just call me Johnny. I prefer Johnny (laughs) Chupacabra. (laughs) (laughs) He turns into a Chupacabra. That'd be amazing. (laughs) That's his power. Yeah. I I hate everything about that. I haven't read it, so I'm not going to really disparage it, but like, this is just, it's, when I look at the cover, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to read that. That's just probably not I lo- for me. I, I do like Kit Kat Sneak Attack, who's like, I prefer Brat. So you, as in, I'm pretty sure it's Brat as in Bratwurst. So you want to, you want to try and get me to believe that the girl who looks like she's Batgirl is trying to go by the name of a, a German sausage. I am Brat Girl. <laughs> no one, no one's going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> even, even if that is the actual name. Right. No one will say that. Nope. It's like. Uh, but uh, I can't remember his name. Bar- I call him Barbados in the DC Metal event because Bat's in the name. Guarantee you, it's supposed to be meant the real name is Set. I guarantee you, Scott Snyder wrote it, but who Bat's in the name? It'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> well, no, Barbados, like Barbados, Barbados. It, that's yeah, the, it's people say Barbados, and I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I'm saying Barbados. Well, Bunker's back too, and so is and so is Crush, but they weren't in the introduction of the new team members. <laughs> they have their own page. Not only that, but it's like, okay, we're seeing the future of the Teen Titans, a future we're never going to see again that doesn't matter. But let's do a flashback to show you what happened to get us here. But that's not going to happen either. I don't care about any of that. Like what? Exactly. Like, like Dark Detective looks amazing, and the Harley Quinn book is like, whoa! Like uh, you know, you you almost forget about any of the like confusing stuff because the Harley Quinn book is a story to tell and it's just doing it, you know, and it, and it doesn't need to complicate itself by trying to over explain it, nor does it really matter why crane and Harley didn't age despite the, I mean like neither did Bruce, but like it's been a couple of years. Eh. It's been at least five years. Uh, you want to know how more, even more confusing this gets the teen Titans book also incorporates the four horsemen of the apocalypse as stated in flash number two. Oh, why? <laughs> what hasn't come out yet, Sal? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean the next Flash? Like, like <laughs> Infinite Frontier Flash number two? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. No, no, no. The, the Flash Future Future State Future State Flash two apparently oh. is going to reveal that it's the Horseman of the Apocalypse because oh. they literally go with the information that we have gotten from Barry when he was fighting Wally, and then it goes read Flash number two, and I'm like, I can't. That's not out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. you know that's why i think 
so many creators at DC are talking about Infinite Frontier because they're like, well, we didn't work on this. And uh, let me tell you something. This seems kind of unruly and out of control. But trust me, at one point in the near future, it'll be over and we'll never refer to it again. I'm pretty sure future state. No, no, because some stuff's sticking around. Some stuff's sticking around, but only the things that are financially viable and successful. Like Yara. Yara is a permanent fixture Bingo. now. They're keeping her around. <laughs> um, I do like that the new Green Lantern is being kept around. Yeah. What's her name? Oh, uh, Far Sector. Far Sector Girl. Yeah. Yeah. I should know her name. She's interesting. Um, her book looked amazing and was But it, it, it's, it's just funny because you can kind of tell the ones that are going to be gone, basically. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like... Flash is not going to get referenced either. They're doing this whole Horseman of the Apocalypse thing, which basically, if this is the remnants of 5G, I think there was a Horseman of the Apocalypse storyline going on in 5G at launch. I'm just throwing it out there. Feels like but that might like have been a big thing. It looks like it was going to cross a couple books. It's going to be a part of a couple storylines. Oh. <laughs> now, not. Because <laughs> every book is either two or four issues. It's weird. <sighs> Whatever. Um, there was another thing I wanted to talk to you about before I go into my Green Lantern. Oh, okay. Well, oh, it was death metal skipping all the, uh, the, how did you feel about death metal skipping the fights for the most part? I mean, I'm putting them in a tie in at the end of the day. I didn't like death metal like, and I didn't really care for the story and I felt like it kind of got away from itself. So like, yes, it, it wouldn't have been cool to have Greg Capullo drawing like some really rad fights, but if there's no depth or I don't care about what the stakes are, then like you might as well not like, you might as well just stick them in a tie in. I did enjoy the Titans one. And, uh, I laughed heartily at the like new watcher character, bring back Metron issue. But, uh, otherwise I had no joy (laughs) in death metal. I do like this as they were kind of retconning a bunch of stuff anyway. Yeah. They were just like, ah, uh, Roy's back. He's just undead. Yep. So is Alfred. <laughs> so is Alfred. Yeah. Well, I mean, so like, being... they better. Like, fix those mistakes with this. Yeah, but Alfred's still gone. Well, he's gone in Batcat. Right. And he's, no, gone, no, he's gone in, in Future James State. James Tynion. Oh, yeah. And he's, well, he's, he's, he's gone in that. But, like, after Future State, maybe we'll just bring him back. And just pretend <laughs> just, like he wasn't. Gone. But isn't that, isn't that like the whole point of Ghostmaker to kind of replace Alfred? Oh yeah, he, that is the point of him. I honestly, I'll be, I'll be honest. I dropped the book. Uh, I, I don't enjoy Tynan's run anymore. And uh, dude, okay, okay. My wife gave While... me the, the lowdown on Ghostmaker. Now he's like replaced Alfred, and he's gonna like help him and challenge him and stuff. And I, I'm like, I don't care about your McFarlane action figure. I'm not interested in Ghostmaker. I will say. James Tynion's run did kind of start off a little weird and slow with just Ghostmaker showing up and I'm trying to, but with it concluding, I would attempt jumping back on. Mm. I would. It is not terrible. Um, I feel like James Tynion's Joker war would kind of like blitz through a lot of stuff and now he's got room to breathe. So he's breathing. Mm-hmm. You got to remember how long it took him to get to the point. Justice League dark. <laughs> he never got there. He had, he had to hand it over to Ram V. <laughs> <laughs> right well so give him 20 issues and then someone else to take over yeah, I don't great because <laughs> just like dark was good uh but yeah no i no i'll i'll i never I'm, got there i'm happy with uh i'm i'm i really i genuinely i know i've mentioned it a few times but like i like dark detective i just enjoyed it it's i didn't read that one it's the only one i ever read oh, yet man. actually well that's the one you were we were worried about because of the last episode but uh uh, the voice is pretty good for Bruce and uh, I like seeing Bruce like kind of like at his wits end. Like it's, it's a different kind of Bruce. It's a Bruce who's got nothing 
and he's trying and, he, and he's got a mission and he's got nobody and he's like I can't let go of being Batman <laughs> and I'm like good for I you like go good good do something about it and I'm like this is fun and uh and the art of course is Dan Mora uh he is he is a wizard keep it up you know it's just it's such a good looking series or a good looking issue. yeah it's like Darrington's okay. book like I I don't really care about next Batman but like any Darrington on anything particularly Batman I guess I'll buy it right right so go for it but yeah no I dug it I, I think you might enjoy it too it's 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 a it's a lighter Bruce than you might be used to which you know might bother some people uh he doesn't not take it seriously it's just kind of like you know he's i guess for a minute he doesn't have a cave he's not thinking about his parents alfred's not around there's no robins to worry about so it's just him kind of by himself in like basically in de facto neo gotham so he's kind of like what am i gonna do now (laughs) and and it's like he he might have like a personality and that's kind of fun. I kind of dig <laughs> All right. it. I'll check it out after this. This is literally the only one I've ever read yet. I, I moved over to catch up on X-Men and X-Factor because I didn't want to like, I'm done with Ten of Swords, Sal. And then like, you're like, how's that X-Men, Benny? And I'm like, I haven't read it. Is there another know. event starting soon? Yeah, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But yeah, I haven't read any X-Men either. But uh, I, I missed it. I heard like the new X-Men dropped like a week or two ago. And I'm like, oh, damn, I missed it. So I'll have to read it. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. What I was in that boat too. Yeah. Um. Okay, so uh, let's talk about Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you read it? No. No, well, because I I knew who was writing it, and I'm like, nah. Like, not that I want to give him a shot, but, like, having seen the opinions, and I'm like, I'm not the world's biggest Green Lantern fan, but uh, I will always be down for a new or exciting premise. And knowing that, like, there's kind of, like, this, this, like, plan or this, like, desire to marginalize one over another it's like yeah like eh, i'm good i don't need to read a gray liner book like <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so I'll, I'll explain it to you then uh first off let me cla- let me caveat this i am a huge green lantern fan but what i'm a huge green lantern fan of was the original jeff johns run and then what robert vendetti did as a pickup to it yes. wasn't as good as jeff johns run but i think he did a great job of continuing what we knew and kind of building upon it i think he did a great job with that totally um i'm a huge fan of how John, Kyle, and Guy. I loved it when they brought in Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz. I love the Lanterns because I'm a huge sci-fi fan, and I love the idea of somebody with a ring that can do anything. Yeah. Like, literally anything. It's up to your imagination to save the universe using a ring that will literally do anything. I'm a huge Green Lantern fan. It's right here. Totally. So, once Grant Morrison took over, I was pretty vocal that it was liking it but more often than not not liking it. yes at the end of the whole thing i will say majority i did enjoy i do think grant morrison went a little crazy at times Mm -hmm. um i like liam sharp's art but you can tell that this he was kind of getting his footing because my biggest complaint with art is when all the art washes together there's no depth there's no perspective there's no shading um and i'm not a fan of what they do with the green lanterns at the beginning because of that Mm -hmm. Uh, i get that it's a style of art i can i can recognize that that doesn't mean i enjoy that particular type of art right That's, that's just my opinion um but anyway, I didn't mind Green Grant Morrison. We're probably going to eventually do it on the channel. There's just no rush because it was so separate from everything. There's no, I don't have to do it to tie it into anything. Exactly. Um, yeah. So when I heard, and for the record, I didn't know about this writer at all. When we had that video and I said, I don't know who these people are, yes. I didn't look into them afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed not knowing who they were. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But But you were also like, 
vocal about, I don't know who this guy is, and I don't know what this book is going to be about. And then people let you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so apparently this guy um, has been very vocal that he hates Al Jordan and thinks he's a cardboard cutout and wants nothing to do with him. Right. Okay. You know what? I'm not against that. I agree with you about not marginalizing one member of this big group, but wit, but that kind of happens with the Green Lanterns anyway. You're, if you, everyone has their favorite lantern, and everyone wants yes. to give justice to that lantern. And I appreciate wanting to give John his due. Um, I feel like Scott didn't really give him much to work with. Like you, you know, I remember that was the pledge. Like when Justice League launched, he's like, "Listen, John Stewart's the Green Lantern in this book," and it's like, "Cool, okay, great." But like he never really he never really did anything or got anywhere. No, he made him that ultraviolet lantern, and they kind of just disappeared. Yeah, and they just kind like of didn't really that. do anything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and that's cool. Um, but again, it, it, there's always opportunity to give John Stewart a shot, and so I get that. Yeah, and I'm not even against that. No. The only writer I've ever seen who actually did a really good job of giving every lantern his due was actually Robert Mendetti, which is why I liked his run. He did the core book, and the core book gave everyone a fair amount of time in the spotlight. It was great. I enjoyed it. Um, Grant Morrison ignored everyone, did Hal Jordan. So if you got a guy that's coming in and is like, I just don't want to do Hal Jordan, fine. Hal Jordan just had 36 issues on Grant Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And guess who didn't show up in that? Any other lantern. So (laughs) (laughs) if we're going to focus on the other five, I'm on board. But what I like about the lanterns is the freaking ring, Sal. Yes. It, okay, to me, the storyline of a lantern losing his ring has been done to goddamn death. Mm. Hal has lost his ring. John has lost his ring. They've thrown away the rings. Kyle lost his ring. They've all got new rings. They've all turned into different things. Yes. The best moment that ever happened was when Robert Bedetti gave them all their own rings. That was cool. Okay. White Lantern, Kyle. Guy Gardner was the Red Lantern. Yes. That, you know what I mean? Like That was awesome. But it's the laziest thing in the world to make them all lose their powers. Mm-hmm. You're, well, why are you going to agree to write a superhero book right. and then take away their powers? It would be like somebody going, Sal, I want to write a story about Superman without his powers. They did that. Guess what? Fucking tanked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It was... I... The time to do that, at least, is in, like, an alternate reality future, but I, I'm not if interested. this is the guy's first story, though. Yeah, I'm not interested Why in seeing Why is his first movies. story? I, I guess, okay, I, I, I assume it's because he wants to explore character, and he feels like the powers are too distracting, and so it's like, let's, let's, let's pull away the powers, let's focus on the people, and see what they can do without the rings, because we want to showcase how extraordinary they are. Uh, you know what? We've done that a lot, but we've done that already. Well, maybe I didn't and, read and to that, me, so I'm just gonna tell yeah, a story but you story myself. To me, it's the laziest thing in the freaking world uh-huh. to take a superhero and your first story is they got no powers. You know what that says to me? You wanted to write something else. They gave you Green Lantern. You're like, easy fix. Take off the ring. I do what I want. Right. Like it's just stupid. And then apparently, this guy made a big stink about how John Stewart doesn't get his limelight. Yes. Cool. Why did you take his powers? Well, I'm going to show you how cool and capable he is now. Like, without the ring. You know what would be cool and capable? Show me what he can make with the ring that can make anything. Right. Not only that, when you take away the Green Lantern's rings, you take away all the cord. Do you know why Silver Age Green Lantern and Hal Jordan did so poorly that they turned him into a villain? Because the Green Lanterns are boring as shit. Yeah. It's a space cop 
that can make anything with his ring. And when you take away the ring and his entire villain set, he's nothing. <laughs> he's generic sci-fi adventure number one. Well, that is all he is. Yeah, but I he disagrees. And he's like, no, these are characters. And if you feel that they don't have their, if they don't have their rings, they're nothing, then you don't like those characters. Because what you really like are their powers. You should like them for who they are and Ooh, be excited about read. When I want to read a good sci-fi thing, I go to Image Comics and read a thousand and one good sci-fi books right. that don't involve taking away the one element that makes a Green Lantern interesting. Yeah. If I want to, you, you if I'm going to read me, a Green Lantern book, it, he better have a Green Lantern in it. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Oh, I want to show you how good John Stewart can be. Give him his freaking, he led the core and now your plan is in the future. The police state of the Green Lanterns in the future, they're disbanded. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you're just doing what happened like six months ago in the news. Well, yes. Cool. I mean, that's definitely. Green Lanterns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you're, I mean, again, like if you're, if you want to talk about cops in America and you're writing a book about space cops. That's your bread and butter. Like that is what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna shine a light, especially if you're trying to redeem in your eyes John Stewart, who is a cop and a person of color. You know you're you're gonna want to highlight why he's different or why he's what why he's an to keep the rings, keep the rings, keep the core, build a different core, right. Like, go in that direction. None of this, no one has rings, we've been disbanded crap. I got halfway through the Jon Stewart stuff and just stopped reading it. Yeah. And then I went over to the Jessica Cruz stuff and she doesn't have her powers either. And I'm like, okay, so you're talking about how Jon Stewart hasn't had his limelight and then you're going to use Jessica's Cruz in your story arcs and neither of them have powers? Yeah, yeah. So now it's just, and then she's wearing a jumpsuit like she's in goddamn Aliens? Well, I'm like, what? Are, what are we even doing here? I mean, maybe. Well, how many books is this one? Do you know if it's a four issue or is it is a two issue? She became a yellow lantern at the ending, and they ended it. By the way, oh, <laughs> like we're not even going to see what happens to that Sal. Oh, really? <laughs> that sucks. It ends with her going, "Yes, you have the ability to instill great fear." Here's a yellow lantern ring, and it clearly goes the end. I'm like. Ooh. What? I don't know. I mean, and then and then I, I I get to the third story and this guy Gardner. I'm like, okay, cool. Guy's got his ring. Guy would never give up his ring. What's the first thing they do? Strip his powers. Well, yeah. He falls into a, a, a civilian again. I'm like, oh, why? I mean, the other thing is, this is not the main universe, so it's like it doesn't even matter. Like I'm not but even. Why really does every about it? new writer think it's the coolest thing ever that the Lantern Corps loses their powers in their rings? Right. Well. Like what? That's the Why? first idea. The first idea is I want to I, I want to illustrate who these characters are. I want to be able to like highlight how capable they are. But if they have a ring that can do anything, then they really don't have to like work hard to conquer their problems because their problems are conquerable with their magic ring. But if they if you take away the ring, they suddenly have to figure well, out you know they what? Be more clever. Maybe they should be more intelligent with their writing process mm-hmm. and actually think a little outside of the box. Like when Simon Baz decided he was going to carry a gun because he didn't want to rely on the ring. And that was an interesting character trait because he didn't want to rely on this magical ring. Right. That was something fun and interesting and unique and different. And he didn't use the ring. Instead, he would use the gun because right. he didn't trust the ring. But he still would use the ring, though. Like. <laughs> You right, still but then you still have Green, Green Lantern stuff. Exactly. And on top of all, this makes me worried about the stupid Green Lantern show. Are we doing stories that don't involve the ring to save the budget on a Green Lantern show? I mean, if I were a showrunner, that's one of my suggestions. One episode would have to be a bottle <laughs> episode where it's like they lose their rings for the episode or they're in a yellow room. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
You have a yellow Batman. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm, the Green Lantern show sounds way too ambitious with a comic book. You could literally do anything. And it's like, you know, I I, I do appreciate a good interpersonal drama. I do appreciate my characters being human beings. But I'm also if I'm reading a book about Green Lanterns, they better have Green Lanterns and they better have rings and they better fly around and do cool do shit. Want, do you want to know what one of the most boring Batman experiences I ever had was? Mm. Batman Telltale's Batman oh, because yeah. it was about Bruce Wayne. Because when you remove the powers of the superhero, I'm watching something else and you're just making my superhero far less interesting. Right. It's why I'm like, reading. I'm this. flipping through this Green Lantern run right now and it's like, oh, I got a gun. Okay, I'm shooting these. Oh, they're taking off. I got a laser sword. Oh, now we're having a battle in space. Oh, there's missiles coming down. Oh, you know it'd be cool to stop those missiles? A Green Lantern ring! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But how does he stop them? Maybe that's interesting. It's just, it's just, yeah. it, to me, it's it just makes me so lazy. You've been waiting. The other thing is, you've been waiting for an exciting. And the cover just shows them all in their uniforms. Well, yeah, because well, no one's gonna buy that. You know, no one's gonna buy looking at Guy, John, and like uh, and Jessica, Jessica in their civilian outfits on the cover of Green Lantern. <laughs> Nobody. But if you show them like walking away from like a big ring, or if them like it, them looking sad, you're like, why are they sad? I gotta check this out. It's it's a choice. <laughs> um, but, it's but it's also it's not like, a good one. Here's the thing: at least he's done it. So when he actually does take over for Green Lantern proper. Uh, he won't ha- he won't be able to do the depowered story. <laughs> yeah, you know at least be- I'm just so tired of depowered storylines. Yeah. I get oh we don't want to have the same storyline as Super. So come up with something new. Yeah, something new and exciting. Because you know what's not new or exciting? Superhero loses their powers. Yes. That's like it's that's like if tomorrow James Tinian put out a story that's like Batman lost his belt. What will he do without gadgets? Uh, that's you know literally what, James? Dark I'll read the 20 other stories that did that. Um, he yeah. didn't write that, but you no. know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's true. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like, the fact is, I, you know, it depends on who's writing it. The concept of X loses their powers is a premise, it's a pitch, it's an idea, um, it's a trope. Uh, when Why Superman, does DC keep approving these? I, because I don't, well, I, number one, I don't think anybody works there. Uh, but, <laughs> like, I, I mean, there's nobody left. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but you know the other thing is they know they're working with archetypes they know that like you know who superman is even if you never read a superman comic in your life so i can if i flip the script maybe someone who's never read a superman comic will read it now we've learned from dcu that that's just straight up not true uh <laughs> <laughs> i did that to all the superheroes and it did so poorly well, let me remind everyone here dcu was a concept very similar to this where they said we're going to do stories over continuity and what is the purpose of the new DC stuff? We're going to do stories over continuity, but we're going to make it more obvious. <laughs> <laughs> DCU's big ideas was a different Batman, yep. a depowered Superman, a Green Lantern without a ring. They gave him a gauntlet, so it's kind of the same thing. Right, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Flash is the only one that, like, nothing happened to the Flash in DCU. No, not really. Uh, there's Batgirl, Burnside. Big changes Batgirl, to Batgirl. Burnside. Um, oh, we are Robin. Black Tevye Canary. Says. Black Canary had her own book. Her own book. None of these did well. No. And the worst <laughs> oh, of the bunch were the ones Batman that just, was uh, was was Gordon. I said, yeah, I said Batman got swapped out. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So they tried a very similar thing to Future State a while ago. Yeah. And it did so poorly as an event that if you look at the DC stuff, it's not in there anymore. 
Yeah. That stuff is just lumped into the new 52. Well, you know what did? You know what they did keep, though? Batgirl. What? That's the only one. But they don't reference it. So if, and for those of you guys who don't know, you're like, DCU, that's just the DC universe. No, 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 no. There was DC Rebirth, and then there was DC YOU. Yeah. That was before Rebirth. It was its own thing. Yeah. If you go into New 52 books towards the end of the New 52, you will see promotional art and stuff for DC YOU. <laughs> bringing you into the DC universe, putting the U in DCU, where, uh, you know, making grounded stories about, you know, characters, the world outside your window. That, uh, Superman was traveling the country on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like dying of kryptonite poisoning or something. It was. That was rough. That was a rough, that was a rough ride. And he got like dark powers at one point yeah, to fight did. somebody. I don't yeah, remember how that yeah, worked. He got kryptonite powers. He like jumped into a kryptonite cave or something. I don't remember. It was it was a dark time. Although what's funny is super heavy. It was one of those things like New 52, of course. Everything's different. We're going to reboot everything except for Batman and Green Lantern because you guys are in charge. Super heavy, same deal where it's like super heavy. Replace Batman. And he's like, okay, uh, I'm going to make it part of my run though. I'm not making any major change. Like, the change will be yeah, yeah. Batman goes over here, Gordon goes over here. I think, I think though, he said that like they told him, like stop, <laughs> like put him back, stop, super happy, yeah, like put him back, like right now. And he's like, I actually liked Bloom, Mister Bloom. That was a good villain. I didn't, Unique, I didn't new, like him, different. but Tiffany did. And I'll tell you this: like he's a great Gordon Batman villain, and it's too bad that he didn't really get to beat him. Like he does, but like by way of Bruce Wayne Batman. Like it's not. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I I wish they'd bring back Bloom though. I I'm think I think the, the ideas back. behind him and the way he like he seems so powerful and so capable and such a good villain. Yeah, yeah. I like but him. we never got like we never even got like an origin behind him, right? He's just he's, he's a plant guy. He's a guy with a seed or something. I don't know. I I will say I reread Super Heavy like a couple of months ago, and I was like, this is better than I gave it credit for. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really good. Well, I think at the time that the Super Heavy was coming out, we were still like angry about Everything. Superman, and I don't remember what happened with Wonder Woman. There was that right after Brian Azzarello left, and they were doing the weird stuff, and they were trying to retcon in Donna Troy. I don't even know. I think I think <laughs> Azzarello was still running, and it was like Azzarello's run was amazing, and I wish they didn't throw that all out. They re they retconned all of Wonder Woman to be in the Pantheon. Yeah, yeah. and it was amazing. It's still one of my favorite comic book runs ever. Yeah, there's a movie. Did you see Blood? No, they made a what's blood. I, I, there's a Wonder Woman blood like animated movie, I think, that like came out. I didn't see it, but I heard it was uh, like an adaptation of Azarello's like first volume or whatever. Oh, is it where she fights the first son? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She though. was still. Uh, she was. Well, she was. Well, once Azarello's run ran, ended, they wanted to kind of revert her back, but they wanted to keep some stuff. So all the gods became normal looking gods again instead of Azarello's take on them all. Yeah. Um, and like she started going like, and she threw away the God of War helmet. Yep. And like Donna Troy showed up as a way to kill Wonder Woman. It's like, I don't, is that accurate? Yeah. <laughs> mm, no, well, eh. yeah, no, Don, that's not one of Don, that's not one of Donna's personas. <laughs> I but I guess it could be. But it's Troya. I mean, she's got the one that killed everyone. Yeah, she is Troya. But yeah, so <laughs> Green Lantern. I like is basically things that Sal obviously didn't enjoy. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, but I assume so. Green Lanterns is basically just just DCU again. It's the same shit. And that's my complaint. Like when I heard that they were doing a John Stewart, Jessica Cruz guy, Gardner thing, I was like really excited. Yeah. Cause one we've never, other than, uh, justice league odyssey, we've never really gotten to see Jessica Cruz own up to being a green lantern. Cause during her run with Simon Baz, a lot of it was her being cautious about being a yes. green lantern. 
So when she got the Justice League Odyssey, it was great because she really gets to be, I am a Green Lantern, I'm a confident Green Lantern, but she has no power. Yeah. She's run out of energy. For the record, they just did that plot. <laughs> I totally, I'm literally covering it. Justice League Odyssey, she has 7% of her juice left and she's not using the ring. Oh no. <laughs> so we, th- that book that literally is still going, I think it ended. It's but gone. it just ended if it did. And it was, that was the plot, Sal. That was the plot. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> she became the Omega Lantern, which we're ignoring, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, in future state, we can, we, can, we can ignore everything. But, it, oh, man, it's just, it's so frustrating as a Green Lantern fan. Yeah. Because I just want a Green Lantern book that is about the six Green Lanterns that exist all having fun adventures, rotate who's the star for each book, do one book about Hal, give him a three-issue arc, do one about Jon Stewart, give him a three-issue arc, do a Jessica Cruz thing for three issues, then have her team up with Jon Stewart. Like, you have all of these possibilities. You have a lantern core for everything on the emotional spectrum. All these villains, all these characters, an entire amount of space to work with. You have basically the equivalent of DC's space opera, and one of the few things, other than like Superman and Batman, and Wonder Woman that Marvel can't replicate. Mm. They've tried. They can't make the Nova Corps the same thing as the Green Lantern Corps. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, look, I love Flash, but they got Quicksilver and they could just do Flash stuff with Quicksilver if they wanted. But they, Pietro does not embody and there's no Flash like him. No, no, Barry is himself. You're right. But you don't even tell me that they couldn't just get someone to write Pietro like that. Oh, they could, but it would be very weird. Like, it would, but they could have a Flash. Is my point? Yeah, yeah. But like, they don't have fast. a Batman. They don't have a Batman. They don't have a Superman. And their attempts at making a Wonder Woman have failed horribly every time. But outside of the Trinity, Green Lanterns is another thing they've never been able to replicate. Yep. So why are we making them like the Guardians of the Galaxy? Because <laughs> that's what that, that's what that struck me as. Mm, John Stewart running around with a sword and a pistol is just Peter Quill, man. Yeah. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> mm, that's no good. Why is it? Why? And we just did a story of a Green Lantern losing the ring. And we just did a story of a Green Lantern becoming a dark star. So now the new story is a John Stewart doesn't have powers. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's another thing where it's like, I like, I no, I need a minute where they're Green Lanterns doing Green Lantern stuff. Now that being said, I mean, like, I, Morrison's I run, is, I, every, every page of Morrison's run that I've seen has been Hal Jordan in a Green Lantern suit doing Green Lantern stuff. And it, it, it does a great job of it, but it's like its own unique separate thing. Yeah. It's not the six Green Lanterns teaming up. They're not fighting the other cores. It ain't the They're John's not world. having their own space opera. Yeah, it's not even close to the feel. And I'm not saying do what Vendetti did, and I'm not saying do what Johns did, but you mean to tell me that they tapped every option? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, they, they have a plan. They have an idea about where they want to go. They tap the people who will facilitate that plan. They also were like in a position where it was like, Look at the look at the lineup for Future State and consider whether Future State was maybe a remodeled 5G. Do you see any familiar names? Like do you, no, do you and see that's Tom the, we King had that whole argument. Or Scott yeah. Snyder or, or like Gail Simone or anybody who might be tapped to do these books. Williamson doing Justice League was a surprise. Yes, I'll agree with that because we first looked at these, he wasn't even on the list, and he—I don't think he was. <laughs> so you know, like there were some, but like otherwise, it was all new people. So it was like probably when they were rolling out with five G slash Future State, they called people and they were like, "I don't want to do that," and they were like, "Oh, 
well, we got to call literally anybody. <laughs> you know what? You know what? The Batman book, Luke feels like Luke as Batman. But it ain't Luke Nothing as Batman. Nothing about that. Wait, what is it? It's Tim. Oh, but you know what I'm saying? Yes. No, no, no. You're t- but what I'm saying is like, it feels like what this would be is yes. what I'm getting at. Yes. Right. Even the Titans one feels like a Titans book. Just a bad one. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. So each book, each future state book feels at least like their character. Like it is a yeah, Does Harley Quinn and Scarecrow feel like Harley Quinn and Scarecrow? Not really, but uh, it is cool. Like the thing is, the thing I'm subbing out Harley Quinn for is a neat idea. Like the very like Harley Quinn is basically like a Hannibal Lecter type character who's just like telling Crane how to how to catch villains, which is a neat concept and a gorgeous looking book. But it ain't Harley. Like, and and I promise you, Harley Quinn in Future State will not look, sound, or act like anything you see when she joins the Bat Family in the Batman oh, yeah. books. After all this, um, but the thing is, if you're going to deviate from the character or if you're going to upend the like premise it better be dope like it better be dope as hell and it better not just feel like something i've i've read before okay quick question where is it tim because i've read this and i thought it was luke the whole time no it's tim uh tim's the brother that was in the hospital right tim's the brother who was visiting their sister yeah okay where was the reveal that it was Tim and not Luke? I, I think they just said it. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think they just talked about it. Because at the beginning, you're led to believe it's Luke. Because he right. goes back and then Luke comes down the stairs. Yeah, because you want it to, because they want you to think it's Luke. Because Luke has been Batwing. Right. But I think it's Tim. Yeah, Chad's saying that as well. Yeah, I think they're still burying the lead. Like, why is Tim Batman? How did that happen? They haven't they haven't told you yet. I'm just wondering what page did I miss where they clearly state it's they Tim. don't. <laughs> it's just that we know it's Tim. Okay, we know it's Tim. Yeah. They're le- they're letting they're letting you think it's Luke right now. The book is letting you think that, but DC publicity is like, no, it's Tim. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, actually if I look at it right here cuz I looked up the next Batman Tim's got the beard. Next Batman's got the beard. Got yeah. The beard. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. That well, cause I just did the video for that. And I'm like, did I miss some very clear, like, by the way, I'm Tim Fox. Nope. <laughs> no, nope, It's in the attitude. Okay. It's in the, it's in the approach. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Then I'm not crazy. Cause you kept making me feel like, and then Tevi is like, it's Tim. And I'm like, wait, where did I miss this big mask off reveal? Yeah, there like, ain't <laughs> one. It's not there. It's just, we show you Batman. Well, cause what's funny is in justice league, he has a missing, like you can see his face and in the next Batman, you can't like, he has like a, he has like a mask over his face. Okay. So it's another, like it's another level of deception where it's like, who is it? You know? Okay. All right. Well, they spoiled it then. All right. Making me feel like crazy. No, no, (laughs) they also don't care. Like DC's also like, I mean, whatever. We'll tell you it's Tim. Yeah, it's Tim. All right. Just buy it. So, but I just to close my thoughts in Green Lantern. It's the problem is it's not terrible. It's not good because it's nothing new. I really just felt like I was reading some image indie book because not only that, but John Stewart doesn't even look like John Stewart. He's got dreadlocks, a beard. Like really nothing. Yeah. Nothing about the character says John Stewart. If I didn't know I was reading a John Stewart story. Huh? Yeah. Like interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, it, it would have taken a lot to get me to read this book regardless. <laughs> oh, I know you're not you're not a Green Lantern fan like I am. It's so true. it's true. But it'd be like that. It'd be like them swapping around. Like I tell you what, it'd be like them doing a Spider-Man story where he throws away the costume because it's getting in the way of a relationship with MJ. Yeah. You'd be like, well, he okay, well, he did that. Dick, we did that. <laughs> exactly. He does that a lot. He does that like <laughs> he does it like every ten issues. So we're good. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I should give this up. Yeah, <laughs> don't well, respect that's the, me. Literally, that's the only thing you can do. Like, if if you don't have like a like a big intergalactic story or like a, a personal story about a man's connect or a person's connection with uh you know with a with a mystical you know science fictiony you know cosmic artifact, then you, you what are you gonna do? You know, you take it away. Yeah. Also, I'm going to I'm going to throw out my white not understanding the LGBTQ plus. I think I got all of them plight. OK, mm-hmm. and Jeez. I'm going to say I don't understand the plight. The new Flash in Justice League is the non-binary Flash. Everyone's yes, been talking about the they. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna go back on what I said earlier where I was like, oh, I wish it wished it wasn't a part of the character. And they would just, they would, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the character would just exist. Right. They did exactly what I wanted, Sal. Did you, you read that one, right? The Just League book. They, yeah. They don't reference it. They don't talk about it. It is not a character trait. And I'm so happy. Yep. But I will not lie. When I was reading it, I was super confused because they kept referring to them as they and them. And so it'd be coming up and I'd be like, wait, I'm, wait, them, the, they. Oh, no, the Flash, the Flash, the right, first, the Flash is non-binary. The first line <laughs> where, where well, I think it was Wonder Woman who's narrating says they. Um, I thought I thought it was two flashes. I thought they were talking about multiple characters, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I see. Oh, oh this is the nine mind mirror. Oh, okay, I see. All right, I'm with you. you. Don't even. But I think I like. I I will admit I like what they did because the character is a character. Jess is a character all to themselves. They yeah. are. They have a personality, and they 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 don't reference the non-binary. It's not a character trait. They're not using it to sell the book. Yep. It, they're just a character in the book. The only problem I have with that is. That non-binary is not a common thing unless you're in our business, you're on Twitter, or you live in LA and New York. <laughs> it's, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist elsewhere, I, but it's not as common. It's certainly not discussed commonly in the open. Right. And so since that's not even referenced, it literally just looks at like grammatical errors in the book. Right. But the, the thing is, there. I think that that approach is... The thing is, when you read it, you were confused for a second, you readjusted... And now you will read it right from here on out. And they want that's you. That's because I know that they're non-binary. Right, but they want you to what do that. What if you didn't know that? Oh, if you didn't know that, you'd be confused. That's what I'm saying. What? What? I'm talking about the Midwest of America and everywhere else in the uh-huh. world. When you're reading this, and non-binary is not a super common thing. You don't read about it. You're not aware of it. I stumbled on it, and I know what non-binary is and how to reference the, right. the grammatical pronouns. Yeah. And I think that's just their their way of being like, listen, it is gonna. It's we're gonna lose some people. Not even like not like lose sales, but I think we're gonna lose some people in terms of them not being like it's gonna confuse them for a second. But if yeah. we can do our part to normalize it, it's worth doing. And that's, I think mean, that's, and, the and, and if that's the goal, I agree with it. It, it did a really good job. Uh, the, their character being handled in that way. Yep. It's the first time that I, as someone who lives in Colorado has seen non-binary used in normal that's discussion. Never seen it in a comic book, never seen it anywhere else really. So, right. And it worked. It was great. And I loved, I loved, loved, loved the fact that because of the, gra- the grammatical corrections there, we, we do acknowledge that they are non-binary, that they are non-binary. Yes. I'm trying to say it correctly. Right. But it's, it's there wasn't like a panel devoted to it. There wasn't like a whole discussion about it. No. It reminded me when we did Alan Scott is uh, being gay in the Earth Two book. Yes, 
other than that first issue where they were like, he's super gay. It was just a part of his character yes, later. It wasn't like a character trait. Yeah. Yeah. Which is all I want. Like and if you're going to, and I, I loved it. I, I loved that initially in the original book mm-hmm. and I loved how they handled that with the green lantern. And I, I actually like, I, my concern was because like you said earlier, screen rent and everybody and whoever won, they were doing it for their headlines. Oh, it's a non-binary flash. And my concern was, is the non-binary flash going to be, I'm the non-binary flash, by the way. Right. You know, like, will they fight like the intolerant? And it's like a team of people who just don't want to handle it. Like, no, I I think that it's just like we got it. We have the people who are developing this clearly don't like flashes. So, oh, yeah, 100 percent. So they're like, okay, let's rather than use any of the flashes that I hate, let's invent a new flash and use him as an opportunity to normalize this thing we want to talk about. And I'm like. Right. I mean, like, if you're gonna, if if your choices are try and normalize non-binary people or further ruin Wally West, I guess I'll take, I mean, obviously I'll take the (laughs) non-binary option. The funny thing is, like, how about both? (laughs) (laughs) And we just fixed Wally. He's in the red suit again. He's redeemed. Roy accepts it. We're all good. Now it's evil. Yep. (laughs) Well, don't worry. No one's going to use that later. But you know what's funny about this is that non-binary Flash, who needs a new name, (laughs) <laughs> but like you know not he's not called that but like there are a lot of flashes yeah uh but that character comes i don't think he's from this universe or something no they're from a different universe in general they're like they're a different person their name is jess that's all we know so they can um, come to the main dc universe and be a character from now on like that's another person it's not it's not jess chambers it's no is or is that is that, I, I don't think so I don't think so because Jess Chambers is another character. Yeah. I thought, but uh, but I think that they are going. But I think I think it's technically Jess Chambers from a different universe ah, kind of a situation. That makes sense. Well, like either way, yeah. I think they are going to pop in after Future State's over and be like, "I'm from a crazy future or whatever." I don't. I, I was in a crazy future and now I'm back here and that didn't happen, so now I'm here. Like and it's like, how about another Flash? Welcome to the team. We'll get your we'll get your your minute. wig okay. of the museum added. It is Jess Chambers. Oh, they were just introduced. Okay. Yeah. Who am I thinking of then? I don't know. I'm thinking Jesse Quick. I'm ah. thinking I'm mixing those two up. Yes. Because I clicked it. I'm like, Jess Chambers from this other team from Earth 11. And it's a, they're flagged as being non-binary right here on the wiki. And then I was like, well, what's the first appearance? The the very merry issue that just came out in December. Ah. So okay. like, okay, so they're brand new. It's This yeah. is not, I'm thinking Jesse, Jesse Quick. Right, That's right. what I'm thinking. Okay. Either way, uh, it's just kind of like, great way to introduce a character. Uh, and, and... I, I'm not of the opinion that like one should constantly worry about not trying to normalize like an aspect of our current society. Um, and if the, if DC DC could have done it, a, any of these publishers could have done it in a very ham-fisted or inappropriate way. And instead, they're like, "Here's a new character. They're a blank slate. They can be anything. You know what? Let's make it this." As opposed to let's make it like, you know, another like heterosexual white person or 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 like a new black character or, you know, or, or a woman. You know, it's like, no, we're doing this new thing and it doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. So let's treat it like that. And it's like, yeah, good for you. You know, what? I mean, you, and, and, it's not actually I that brave because hope- you stuck it in future state. But like, hey, they can pop in from there and you made that an aspect of their character. So even better, like all the better. Go yeah. for it. 
like cool. I actually really like a lot of this. I know you're not, but I'm actually really liking a lot of future state. If this was the turn of DC for 5G, right. would have hated it. I guarantee oh, you. Absolutely. Because if this if this was just the future of DC, yep. oh wow. Oh, oh wow. This would not have been for no, me. Would have been a great jumping off I, point for a lot of people. It would have been a great jumping off for it would have been like just like DC Rebirth, but they would have lost so many fans. So I'm saying, no, I mean jumping they, off. Like a lot of people yeah, being oh like, yeah, jumping off. Oh I yeah. guess I'm done with DC. King and Black, you say? Like, I think a lot of people would have just been <laughs> like that. Like, I'm not, this is all speculation, but I'm seeing uh, if Dan DiDio was hardcore pushing this to the point where none of the original writers or teams are on mm-hmm. it, none of the and none of them were on it, and then was like, we're changing everything around. I could, I could see why WB was like, oh, okay, we're done with this. Get out. <laughs> yeah, I, if he was hardcore trying to push this in, I mean, we don't know. We don't know anything about what actually happened going down there, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, there's some good stuff in here. Yeah. I do like the next Batman. Mm. Um, it's a little slow. I did say last week, but slow. I'm assuming in four issues, it'll get better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope so. Uh, uh, the Wally West thing, I think would be a good Elseworld story. <laughs> and I think that's what they'll do. It, in fact, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if they did that. If like afterwards they're, you know, all the, you got all these future state spines and they're like, you're not future state anymore. You're an Elseworlds book. <laughs> yeah. I could see it being a fun Elseworlds with the Teen Titans, depending on how they're going to work that together with mm-hmm. the apocalypse stuff. True. That could be cool. Yeah. Um, I really like the Justice League and I really like the characters they put in there. Mm-hmm. I really do actually. The, I like the idea that they're they're they don't want to sit and make the same mistakes. They don't want to get that close. Mm-hmm. I like Yara. I like John. That was a great combo. Yep. Um I think I think her name is Andy, the daughter of yes. uh of Mera and, uh, and and Arthur. Uh maybe. Did you notice they obscured their faces? They did. <laughs> but she is Aquinesis. <laughs> so yeah. But Why? They, like, what are you hiding that you need to obscure Amara and uh, and Arthur's face? Right? I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Or maybe they just didn't want to draw them. I think. I think. They, <laughs> I think they were like, "What if like one of them lost an eye or something? What if somebody upstairs wants to change it? Like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be responsible for having decided what the status quo is for Aquaman and Mara when they don't have their own book in this new. Yeah, it, that could be. Um, I liked that. I did. I, I liked uh, Jess. I thought yep. that they were a great character. Actually, the way they were portrayed, the yep. way it was handled. Um, I liked them straight out stating, "Oh, Barry was the CSI. Jess is just fast." Right. Like, <laughs> stop telling Jess to do things. They don't know anything about crime. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, right. I thought that was a great little caveat. Yep. Um, Superman, Wonder Woman. I, I don't know how that lines up with Justice League, but overall, it's a cool idea. Right. I'm John that one trying yet, to be a hero. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's actually a lot of fun. Um, you get to see a lot more Yara stuff cool. um, and how John kind of merges into that world. That's interesting because, yeah, uh, yeah. because I loved the Wonder Woman book, uh, you know, her solo issue by Yoel Jones or Joel. It's amazing. That was amazing. Amazing. That's that's a triumph. That's like, oh, yeah. Future State was worth it. You made this amazing book. Now, really, you could have just I mean, like. Joelle Jones could have just made her own character. <laughs> like that. I could mean, have... Yara's going to probably just show up. Oh yeah, I mean, she's going to. There's no reason why she couldn't. They're nope. like, it's another tribe. <laughs> oh, you have, uh, you know, you have, you've just show up in the in the in the Infinite Frontier Omniverse DC status quo, and they're like, oh, my Wonder Woman is in the Amazon rainforest right now. Let's go get her now, as opposed to like in five years. Like, let's just go get her right now. Yeah. I I am wondering why we keep making new flashes and new Green Lanterns, but I think that's a discussion for another day. Yes, I, I have an whole, I have a whole episode of back issues where I'm literally like, I don't understand why you need so many flashes. Like, the- at least in the Green Lantern, the excuse is they're a police force. Yes. Like, okay. 
It doesn't make sense that we have six earthlings, but at least we're spreading them out. Like <laughs> it's true. Like it went from we got one human to the bulk of them are people. <laughs> like the bulk of them are human. <laughs> but with you know, it's like speedsters. They all go fast. There's nine of They'll them. They'll do the exact same thing. Like why? Like uh, okay. <laughs> Here's yeah, another. One. I, I, that's why we need like, uh, like if you're gonna if you want to make the big non-binary character, why don't you make it someone else? Like why does that have to be another? I Flash? think because it's gonna be you know why because Flash fans are a family, they're a welcoming community, and it's like we want someone who's gonna be embraced. You know, you you make a Superman, people are like, there's too many Superman, Batman, same deal. You know, Martian Manhunter, no one will read it. You know, so it's like, oh, if I make it a Flash. You know, they're already used to having so many freaking flashes as it is. And Flash fans are more or less like happy people who are happy to have another speedster. So let's just add them there. True. I mean, the Bat family is huge, but at the exact same time, members of the Bat family all kind of have different tools and gimmicks. Yeah, and we do know yeah, the that like, the... they don't always work. I cite yeah, Blue exactly. Jay like the... or Bluebird. The... I don't even know her name. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, but I think it was Bluebird. Yeah, she's getting her. But, I mean, yeah, she, I exactly. guess she's going to be in Joker or whatever. I get it. But like, I mean, the Bat family has like 15 people. They have more Flashes and Green Lanterns than anyone else. But the dep- difference between the Bat family and like the Flash family is every Flash has the same power set. And the only thing that separates them is Wally's a little f- yeah. like <laughs> Yeah, no, Wally is a little... Fu- yeah, Wally was a little faster. You know, well, I mean, yes, yes. Well, But the, the reality is... No matter how many, I mean, Wally had two kids. They're speedsters too. Don't forget about like Jesse Quick and you know, like alt and, and Earth Two Flashes. Uh, the fact is, Flash fans seem to not mind if we overcrowd the Flash family. <laughs> like there, there, there's always room for one more. Apparently, I don't know. I'm not a Flash fan, so like for me, I'm like, That's how it works with the Green Lanterns. Instead of just being like a future, oh, and future in the far sector, uh, Jessica Cruz is our female. They're like, make another one, yeah, another one, <laughs> new one, human. Oh. <laughs> make it a human too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. You can't even make it like a humanoid alien. Right. It has to be a human. There are those. <laughs> <laughs> but no no another human but no flash is just flash fans apparently like and i want to know actually like let me know if you guys out there are if there are any like hardcore flash fans are you like yay another flash welcome to the family I'm a hardcore flash fan and i think barry and wally's enough you see i think so too <laughs> i'm not a huge barry flash and wally fan. are fine jay being the old guy who's you know he was the flash back in the 40s but he's kind of old now okay that's it Flash family and Max, <laughs> Max Mercury, pre J, no, 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 and Bart from no, the future. No, no, no. Don't forget no, Bart. No, stop, stop. No, and no, Wally's no, kids it's, it's Wally, too. No, no, no. Wally, Barry, and Jay. And isn't Liberty Bell also fast? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do this to you, Spider Man. Let's talk about the Spider Family. Yeah, I hate it, and I and I, <laughs> yeah, Spider Verse. More like Sal's not going to read it. Verse. <laughs> You know what? Let's, let's caveat over that. Let's, uh, yeah. this, wow. For not having anything to talk about, it's going to be a long episode. How do you feel about a clone saga with Miles? I won't read it, but I'm not reading Miles' book anyway. So. <laughs> okay, I will say I'm excited for the clone saga because Miles has set up a whole different thing. I know. A whole different thing. The clone showed up, and if they go in that direction with that clone, okay. Of course they will. If we... D- if we decide Jackal's showing oh back my up God. and Jackal's making more clones. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I made this cute blonde. She's older than you. What do you think? You like her? 
You, you like Spider Gwen, right? There's a comic where you kiss and it's sold like crazy. It did. <laughs> and we never really went anywhere with that except the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. I think I, I've said this before. I think that the Clone Saga is the mark of hubris for Marvel Spider-Man writers like now, like in, in the world of today. Like, you know, the Clone Saga was this thing. It was this black mark on the run or on the character. You know, yeah. they tried to like pretend it didn't happen. They tried to ignore it. They tried to embrace it and lean into it. Nobody likes it. It's not true. There's a thousand people who like it and they all contact me. But like the rest <laughs> of us don't. And uh, I mean, dude, I, I, I have not. I don't shy away from the fact I stopped reading Spider-Man books until Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. I stopped at Clone Saga. I did not come back until that movie came out. And I said, I'm going to go try a Spider-Man nice. book. And the one I got was okay. Up until Amazing until until Amazing Spider-Man 1 with Andrew Garfield, I literally said, I don't read Spider-Man because Clone Saga was a shit show yep. and all he ever does is cry. That's why I quit. I quit because yeah. I quit because of the Clone Saga. I got back in with JMS. And it took a long time to get there because it also was bad then too. But uh, <laughs> not, not, not... Yeah. But uh, anyway... I feel like now, you know, the Miles book is selling well, the character is celebrated, the creative team is enjoyed, and they're like, time for me to do the Clone Saga, show everybody how great I am. Like, Well, the, I, the reason why this Miles book is good, they're trying to make Miles his own character, yes. finally. They're, they're not just, he's, he's got his own thing going on with the Rhino. He's got his own thing going on with Ultimate Green Goblin. He's got his own side characters. It's it's feeling like classic Miles back in the Ultimate Universe again, mm -hmm. where they're like, okay, fine, we get it. There's a bunch of spider people, but we don't need him doing Spider-Man stuff. He needs to do Miles things. Yes. And he's doing Miles things. And that's what's cool about the current Miles book. Yeah. I feel like for the first time in like five years, I'm reading a Miles book and not a Spider-Man Junior book. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, good. Uh, I, I, it, it could also be, and I, I, will, I will give the writer credit. It could just be Marvel going, "Oh, you're doing things with clones. We gotta call it the Clone Saga. That'll make people really mad, and then it'll, and they'll have well, to buy it." <laughs> and it's true. Well, the current writer is doing the long con. It's a slight problem for my videos, but he's doing the long form. Yeah. He's setting up things to come back 10 issues later, like yeah. Ultimate Green Goblin and the Ultimatum. They didn't resolve until issue 2021. Mm -hmm. In between that, we got the assessor who made the clone, but the clone had no mental capacity and only did what they told him to do. Okay. So my theory is we're going to get another clone now, but this one's going to be cognitive right. of everything. Right. And that, you know, and that'll be what we're doing. I mean, and then we'll get, then we'll get Miles Kane and Miles Scarlet. And yes. <laughs> yes. Scarlet Spider and Kane. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. More <laughs> spider people. Add them on. Just pile them on. Give me give me thousand Spider-Man characters. What would you do if Miles isn't even cloned? It's another Peter Parker and another Spider-Gwen. I mean, I'd just be like, I would not, I'm not reading it. So I'm just like, I'll hear about it and just laugh about how I'm saving money. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it'd be funny if the Jackal was like, I'm cloning Miles now. Peter gives me too much trouble. Like... I know. That's, that is my only concern though like the assessor is jackal <laughs> that uh is probably what they're gonna do and it sucks but like you know i, I nothing nothing they're gonna do about it but do it <laughs> you know they're not yep. gonna not they're not gonna not do it so um all right so you want to go through these news beats real quick yeah, yeah okay okay so future state has officially begun we discussed that Woo. um I'm gonna. I'll double back around to this next one because you had some thoughts That's on that. Yeah. 
Uh, DC's Death Metal reveals that the Omniverse is there. We already discussed that. Uh, WandaVision director is working with the Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange directors to make sure that the crossovers make sense in the massive deep... So you mean to tell me if you just keep your continuity cohesive, we'll be happy? Yeah, that sounds great to me. Um, Yeah, that sounds great. Good idea. Good. Yeah, I know. Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four reboot confirmed by Kevin Feige with Spider-Man Homecoming director. Last month, he stated that there's talks of rebooting, integrating the X-Men into the MCU have been long and ongoing internally, though we cannot say when it's officially announced. I I still, I don't, I I really think they're going to do the Krakoa thing. Mm. If you just say the X-Men are on an island and no one knew they existed, right. you've resolved it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm still on the of the opinion that, like, just have it be they have a mansion in Westchester and Professor X uses his mental powers every morning and wipes the memory of mutants clean from everyone's memory. Like, I mean, you could do that with Krakoa, though, which would tie it into the comics, which we know the MCU loves to do, and Kevin Feige's in charge now. So yes. why wouldn't he just say, Mutant Island! Because the mansion's <laughs> more iconic than their sex island! That's why! <laughs> but the sex island is so much fun! Because clearly they completely top-down restructured Avengers Tower into the Baxter building. <laughs> and we're getting, so they we're getting the Baxter building, but we're not going to get the mansion in Westchester. You can't go from the island to Westchester. You got to go from Westchester to the island. No, what if they're on the island and we discover them through the, uh, the mansion that was left behind? So, oh, so like there was, oh, that way you have Wolverine and Gambit and stuff. There was an original five and they're older now. Yes. I- they're older now. All right. I guess that'd be fine. And we bring back Hugh Jackman. <laughs> no. I love Hugh Jackman. Yes. I love Hugh Jackman. But it's over. No, it's not. You can, it's never over, man. No, it's all- they brought back Andrew Garfield as a Spider-Man. We don't know it that. It's not over Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's, oh, it, trust me. It, if they bring Michael Andrew Keen Garfield is back. is playing Batman. Yeah. And then one of these, one of somethings. I don't it's even know something. anymore. <laughs> Maybe a Flash movie. I Possibly, if that ever happens. Ever I don't that. even know. They, they aren't, but we're, but we're probably going to get Michael Keaton Batman back and something else before then. They're going to be, we signed him before we finished the movie. Fuck it. Put it in a Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> Seriously. Go ahead. We'll see it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. But I'm down. Whatever. As long as X-Men are in it, I'm down. I'm excited. Sounds good. I'm ex- Dude, I, I, I hate Hickman. I hate him. I, know. I can't be the guy that hates an X-Men anymore. I'm enjoying it. No, good. <laughs> great no don't don't you don't you do that to me don't you you gotta read miles you gotta read the new miles Nah. you gotta read the clone saga <laughs> <laughs> i might read the clone saga we'll see um okay so oscar isaac is going to be playing moon knight i'm excited for that i am good for i i heard i remember hearing rumors it was shia labeouf so i'll take oscar isaac all day i like <laughs> i like oscar isaac but again like sometimes he's miscast <laughs> apocalypse and so like this is a good, it's a good move for him. He's a cool character. He's a cool character actor. Uh, I, I, I don't have an actor in mind for Mark, so why not? Um, I mean, I agree with you one hundred percent. I have no, I have nothing negative to say about that. Uh, so PlayStation CEO says the Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland and the HBO series The Last of Us are just the beginning. Uh, I one hundred percent think this. I've had a weird feeling this is where Sony was going for a while with their PlayStation properties. They've been spending years crafting these giant epic telling storylines to the point where I almost make fun of like 
Andy and I have a constant back and forth about video games. Mm -hmm. I enjoy gameplay over a a narrative. Yes. Because I feel like I can watch a movie. While Andy enjoys a strong narrative over gameplay. The problem is, normally if a game's got a very strong narrative, very rarely, and it does exist, but very rarely does that game also have very solid gameplay. Normally it's holds you by the hand and just leads you along gameplay. Uh, I love Red Dead Redemption 2, but if you're literally doing story missions, you are literally being held by the hand of what to do. What makes Red Dead Redemption 2 fun is going off in the open world. Uncharted is great. But don't tell me you could explore anything. You're going from point A to point B, no shoot point. a guy, swing You're playing a movie. Yeah. Uncharted is your You're playing, playing a, movie. a movie. And since that, Death Stranding, Last of Us, these are all just movies in the format of a 10-hour game. Yep. I've said it for a while. Like, just make a movie. Yeah. Like, everyone complains about Last of Us. And it sucks. Dude, you want to hear something mind-blowing? It is in continuity. Oh, of the, of the games? <laughs> we were... I'm playing Valhalla, which is now shut down because the PlayStation turned aside to turn itself off. I'm playing Valhalla, and Natalie was like, well, where does this fit in the timeline? So I pulled up the accurate can- canonical timeline. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we go Valhalla, we go to Altair with uh, Assassin's Creed 1, and then we go to Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed Revelations, Assassin's Creed the movie, Assassin's Creed the movie! <laughs> <laughs> and apparently it's considered canon oh because they reference uh, Arno in the movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. They're, one of the other games references Arno and the movie stuff. Oh. So it's like it's being referenced with other Assassin's Creed properties, basically. Because Arno's from Unity. Yeah. Super boring. <laughs> I don't think the movie's... An, I, I think the problem is the movie didn't have to be boring. No. There's a lot <laughs> of really good ideas in the movie, and you could tell that there was somebody, some bigwig that's like, no one will understand this. Hey, let's also make it subtitled. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just, yeah, no, it's not great. It looks okay, but it's not great. And you got Fastbender, it's who's also great, moment. but not in that movie. Yeah, the real world stuff just makes no sense in that. Oof. Like, oh, people won't understand laying down on an animus bench. Give them like a robotic arm that jumps with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool looking. We, we, we got the CG on metal pretty down, so we can make that look really good. <laughs> But yeah, we got that. So yeah, but like Uncharted, I remember they've been working on that movie forever. So I remember when they, like, they, I think they were teasing that like Nathan Fillion was going to play Nathan Drake when they were first talking yeah. about that. And it's like, he's too old now. It's Spider-Man. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. When they first initially talked about it, it was like back in Uncharted, like one and two. Yeah. Like Nathan Fillion was in shape. He would have been able to do it all. That was like 15 years later. I was like, guys, he's put on a few pounds. Yeah. I, mean, I love Nathan Fillion, but he ain't playing a 20-year-old treasure hunting indiana jones guy no no <laughs> but he can be mal again ladies and gentlemen if you want to bring him back um i'm uh, yeah you just tell the story of 10 years later what's mal doing now right. drinking on the ship right <laughs> probably sleeping with an aura um <laughs> but yeah so um uncharted cool uh i'm down the sony verse like the place you know it's funny for me like hey listen if I, I always hope that these sony playstation movies succeed because if they have like their billion dollar franchises and these things they already own, maybe they'll be less inclined to keep Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, maybe they could just let like let them let them go. Well, the PlayStation's been holding them like forever now, yeah. and the PS5 is selling like gangbusters and everything's going insane. So yeah. yeah. But I'll take that movie. That sounds cool. I mean, I'm excited because, I mean, Last of Us, I love the original plot. I, I didn't like the second game because I just found it boring in a rehash. It's just not, it's just not a very that, good story. No, I don't think it's a good story at all. Uh, and that's entirely argument for a different day because 
I, I also horribly disagree with it getting game of the year, but oh, whatever. Yeah, no. I mean that for those guys who don't know, that's how game award shows work. You just pay off people to give you the thing. <laughs> you don't directly pay them off. You give them all gifts. And then um, it's like when they said uh, Hideo Kojima was making rounds to other game studios who were conveniently the voters of game of the year when death stranding was a thing. Yeah. Like that's what you do. You go around, shake hands and be like, Hey guys, you got to vote, right? You know, remember I got a game death stranding. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what last of us two was. Hey guys, I got, I got last of us two. If you go to Twitter, it's full of controversy and apparently a very brave story. So why don't you, why don't you vote for that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's close up the show sound. Now that we hit the end of our normal time. Why not? <laughs> um, yeah. uh, thank you guys for joining us today at absolute copies. Don't forget if you want to support the show, please consider subscribing right here on Twitch. We bring you a podcast every Tuesday and Thursday, but if you're just an absolute comics fan and you want to stick around with it, consider going to patreon.com slash comic pop or patreon.com slash comic storian. And you can also support us by getting the absolute comics t-shirt, which I think should be on display down below. We're working out a new one. It's the absolute Comics soda shirt. That'll be the 2021 thing. Sweet. I also thought about doing like the Mr. Sparkle Simpsons kind of thing, but with <laughs> your face. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like the Japanese. Oh, oh I know. He's, yeah. I'll send you a free Hawaii Sal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it was supposed to be a shorter episode, turned into a super long episode. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week right here at the Comic Story Podcast Network with Absolute Comics. I don't see why would if we cancel at this point, we really had something come up because yeah, something <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to talk about now. All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>